So with that, I welcome you all. This is Recovery Dharma, a Buddhist-inspired approach to recovering from habit energy of all kinds. Habit energy that has this capacity to cover, hide, bury Buddha nature. Buddha nature is nothing more than one's capacity to awaken to reality as it is. To awaken to the human condition, to sentient life, to recognize that all beings want to live with ease and peace. No beings want to be mired in tension, misery, pollution, toxicity, violence, all of the conditions that cause the varying degrees of suffering. So the Buddha nature within us recognizes that there is all of this suffering, all of this discomfort as part of being alive. Our Buddha nature realizes that there are reasons for this, there are causes for this. One of the most common, ironically, and often sadly, is our attachment to it, our stories. Sometimes we engage in habit energy that makes us so miserable that we develop stories that convince ourselves that we deserve to be miserable. We're so attached to that. And because we have that story, and it's such a compelling, repetitive story, we continue to engage in unskillful actions that just become evidentiary to our stories. Samsara is the word for this, cyclical suffering. Our Buddha nature tells us, aha, we don't have to do that. There is a way to ease out of that, to bring peace, to awaken to what's right beside it all the time, which is beauty and wonder, mystery and love, kindness and compassion, joy and innocence. And the way to do that is to engage something in Buddhism called the Noble Eightfold Path, eight very broad aspects of life that invite us to wake up. We are here to cultivate wise understanding, to have a wise intention, to allow our understanding and our attention 
to manifest as wise actions, one of them being wise speech. All of this takes wise effort. And when we engage in that way, our lives become wiser, our whole lives. We become devoted to mindfulness and, of course, want to be practiced in wise concentration. We have a friend here who needs some water. Hello, friend. Hello. What's your name? Anthony. Can I see your face? Hi, Anthony. Welcome to Soul Center. Do you want to sit down and cool off for a bit? Yeah, you're welcome. Okay. Well, you're in the m middle of a uh, meditation practice, so we're going to continue, friends. Today in the Spokane Sangha, friends, we have been exploring this week compassion, one of the four limitless qualities in Buddhism that sisters and supports the Four Noble Truths and the Noble Eightfold Path that awakens our Buddha nature, the goodness, the incorruptible goodness within all of us. Let me say that again for emphasis and see if you can hear it somewhere resonating in your heart and in your mind and know it to be true. Within you is incorruptible goodness. And friends, we need that goodness in the world. Don't be afraid to share it. Don't be afraid to show it. So, and one of the ways we can do that is to practice compassion. Compassion is the ability to be with anything that makes you uncomfortable, with gentleness, with respect, with awareness. Your practice here today is an act of compassion for yourself and by extension, an act of compassion for the entire community. Take a moment to breathe. Take a moment to be. We have a beautiful new friend in the Spokane Sangha calling in from the other side of the nation in New York 
who shared very openly with us that today is a difficult day. Today is a shadow day. And each of us knows this landscape. We all have a shadowed inner landscape. The Buddha called it Mara, source of temptation and craving, a place of darkness and edge, irritation, frustration, confusion. Intellectually, we all know it's part of the human condition. Emotionally, it's very difficult and challenging to be in the shadow land sometimes. So what can we do? The first compassionate act is the most simple and yet the most profound, and that is we breathe. So taking a noble posture in the body, allowing some stillness to enter into your consciousness, sit tall, strong back, soft front, and breathe. Breathe in and breathe out. Yesterday, for our practice of compassion, I brought forward the concept of just like me. Anybody who is really challenged by the shadow aspects of life, some people acting out unskillfully, just like me, I know that place. There are people in community who are in the light of their inner landscape. They are not being taunted by craving or story. Life is clear and peaceful. I know that too, just like me. For today's practice of compassion, I'd like to bring forward the very powerful practice called Tonglen, T-O-N-G-L-E-N. This is a practice where on the in-breath, you consciously acknowledge anything that's causing you discomfort today. And you do so courageously knowing that somewhere in the world someone else is feeling as you are feeling, just like you. You're not alone. Not ever are you alone. And on the out-breath, we breathe a mantra, a compassionate mantra, 
of ease and peace and loving kindness. I will guide us through this practice. Sitting tall, roll the shoulders back, open the heart. Inhaling deeply, breathing in discomfort in whatever way is alive in me. Just like me, other people are feeling this too. Breathing out. May I bring ease and peace and loving kindness. Breathing in discomfort and dismay. Breathing out ease and peace and loving kindness. Breathing in discomfort, confusion, Breathing out ease and peace and loving kindness. Breathing in discomfort, temptation. Breathing out ease and peace and loving kindness. Friends, the recognition of your discomfort whatever it is, is the recognition of someone else's discomfort too. To acknowledge that is to come into connection and belonging. To breathe it in is an act of bravery and to breathe out ease and peace and loving kindness is a profound act of compassion for yourself and others. The limitless quality of compassion is beyond judgment. It is beyond stories of deservedness. It is beyond ideas of forgiveness. Compassion is simply a limitless quality recognizing all beings everywhere, life itself. 
desires a sense of ease, peace, loving kindness, joy, freedom. May this practice find you with one degree more of ease and peace and loving kindness to carry on today. Let's take a moment and um, conclude our practice. There are two things that are coming to mind. One is karma. Karma is action. We all have actions. Skillful actions and unskillful actions. And when we see unskillful actions in others, we are invited to reflect on how those unskillful actions we see are just like us. And so to heal unskillfulness within is by extension to heal others. As I said, it is no small thing to not use. Bravo to everyone who makes that decision. It's powerful and healing. The last thing I'd like to share with you today as part of our dedication of merit is the meditation practice called Grace by Joan Halifax. And I encourage you to write this down and remember it. Put it somewhere where you see it regularly. Write it on a sticky note. Stick it on your fridge, stick it on your mirror in your bathroom, stick it on your coffee maker, put it in your car. Grace. G is for grounding. R is for recalling your intention. A, attune to your surroundings. C, consider what is of benefit. E, know when to exit, which means know when to pause, 
know when to slow down. This is the practice of grace, to ground, to recall, to attune, to consider, to exit and extract. This is a journey, friends. And with a compassionate heart, may you have ease, may you have peace, may you know loving kindness. Thank you for your practice, friends. We'll see you next time, Monday, 6 p.m. Namaste.